Okay, well, thank you so much for tuning in to today's Todd Coconado podcast, otherwise known as The Remnant News. I'm so thankful that you're here on this Thursday, 2-11. Can you imagine? It's already the 11th of February, 2021. Can you imagine how fast time is going? It just seems like it's going so fast. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the program today. We're going to go through some news items today, and then uh, the second half of the show, we'll talk about more of the spiritual aspects and dynamics, kind of what's going on right now. Had a really great day today. I don't know about you. Um, I am continuing to press forward in the Lord and faith. I One of the things, I should be honest with you guys, that I'm getting a lot less stress in my life is I've turned off what I consider the mainstream news. Um, the ones like Fox News and even Newsmax. And I've just turned them off. I'll listen to OAN. I was listening to them yesterday. Uh, as I heard just the absolutely disgusting, despicable circus that's going on in Washington, D.C. right now. They're calling it a the impeachment trial. It is a circus of reprobate minds, people that just want to grandstand. And uh, it's it's really unbelievable, unbelievable to me what's going on. Uh, <laughs> you know, last night I was going back and forth with one of my pastor friends out in California, and he and I were just like, this is unbelievable. It's unbelievable what they're trying to do to President Trump, who, in my opinion, my humble opinion, I think was the best president of my lifetime. And I'm really hoping that we see more of President Trump. But, you know, regardless, uh, we're going to continue to pray. And I'll, I'll speak more into that on the second part of the show. The spiritual dynamic, many people are asking me, Pastor Todd, you still believe God can move? Do you still believe God is up to something? Do you think that there's something more than what we're watching on the news. Uh, I'll give you the short version and then I'll get to the longer version of it later on. So that'll give you a reason to stay tuned. But uh, I will say, yes, God is still moving behind the scenes. Uh, there are certain data points that I still look at and find interesting. Uh, and I do think that God is going to move on our behalf. And we'll get into that a little bit more in the second portion of today's show. But uh, so Instagram, they're permanently banning users for what they're calling hate speech. Now, I've talked about this probably for at least 10 years because we kind of saw this coming a long time ago. In fact, I recently had uh, Dennis Prager on my program and he said that uh, you know he's been seeing this happen for a long time because he's been dealing with it for a long time. But many of us, including myself, I only started dealing with the real real hardcore censorship maybe a couple years ago. And now it's just gotten you know to the point where it's draconian for me. I mean, uh, I'll wake up and I'll just be banned from a platform. You know, I was just taken off of Vimeo recently, just woke up and my channel was just gone. All the content was gone. There was never any pre-warning, nothing. So we're seeing more and more of this. Um, now they're not only just going after the social media sites, but they're also going after websites, um, similar to what they did to Alex Jones, but you know, where they're now like basically uh, making where if somebody searches for you on Google or searches for you on some of these other search engines like Bing, you won't even show up in their search. So this is going to be something that we're going to have to understand as uh, patriots and Christians that moving forward, we got to bookmark the sites. We got to know what the URL is. And that, that way we can just go directly to the site. We don't have to search on one of their search engines. And uh, I do encourage people, and I'm encouraging people more and more, to use DuckDuckGo. They're a, a more privacy-minded search engine. Uh, I would avoid Google. I avoid Google pretty much all, almost 100% now. Uh, I don't want them selling my data uh, to who I'm you know, searching for, what I'm searching for. I, I would prefer that, that you know, my data is not sold. I prefer that there's a less intrusive uh, you know, 
app or search engine that I could use. And that is DuckDuckGo. And there's also a new one that I want to mention called the Tor browser. That is uh, where you can actually go onto an alternative web. And we're going to get into that in, in the coming weeks as we find ways and alternative methods for us to be able to continue to speak freely, especially as there's more censorship that's being pushed on us. It really is a slippery slope. We knew this was coming, but as we look at uh, Instagram, just banning users, just taking them down. I still feel, because I know many of you, they say, well, Pastor Todd, we like to see you. And the video is great. And so where do most people go for videos? YouTube, which recently demonetized me, by the way. Um, you know, Facebook, which has also given my site, you know, massive restrictions. It's, it says that my distribution is extremely limited. So you're still able to see me, but you got to kind of go to my page and uh, definitely don't get the same traction that we used to on Facebook because now we're limited. Some people say they can't even see my posts. Others say that they do. Uh, a way to get around that is you can make it like a favorite, I think on Facebook, they call it favorites, and you'll see a little bit more. You can also go to my personal page if you want and follow me on there, same name. And that way, at least you can see a little bit more of my posts. But I do believe at some point, they're going to completely take down guys like me that are speaking the truth, that are going against the mainstream narrative. And so we're just seeing this. And uh, that is the news today that Instagram is banning users uh, that they deem hate speech. Now, what is hate speech? Could it be uh, you know, Christianity, where we talk about, um, you know, marriages between a man and a woman, or that there's only two genders. Is that hate speech now? I would probably say it is. So we got to be careful how we even word this on these live broadcasts, or, you know, I'll just disappear. So that's why we're on the podcasting platforms. And we've also started the Remnant Podcast Network, which you can just go to remnantpodcastnetwork.com, www.remnantpodcastnetwork.com. And we will house the podcast there. If we're taken down from one site or another, we'll just keep posting it in a different way. You know, and, and hopefully they won't take down the website itself. So um, the Biden quote unquote administration, because I will I refuse to call them an administration. Uh, another term that I use is the Biden regime. But the Biden regime is now pushing in, in Nancy Pelosi is supporting this in the Congress to have a $15 minimum wage. Now, this sounds good, especially if you're somebody that makes minimum wage. The problem is, and I've been uh, on the corporate side of things. And so uh, anybody that's been you know, on the on the boards or the corporate side of a corporation or business, you'll know what the next move is here. They are going to fire people in order to cover those wages. So you're not you're going to see layoffs. You're going to see more people lose their jobs. And what they'll do is they'll look to automation and robots. Uh, McDonald's is a prime example of that when you go there now, you notice you go inside and you press those screens kind of like at a grocery store. And we're seeing, by the way, more of those at grocery stores as well. The self-checkout, it just keeps growing and growing. And you see the, the live people in the lines are less and less, especially with COVID. So now you have a lot of people using the self-checkout, which only requires one person to kind of sit over there and look at like 10 or 15 different, um, you know, checkout uh, systems. So this is a problem because it's going to cause more people to lose their jobs. So it sounds good. Hypothetically, people are going to get paid more. I'm not against people getting paid more. The problem is there's a chain reaction and business owners are going to let people go because that's how they're going to cover these costs. They're not going to incur higher costs. They're just going to get rid of people or look at the long term and say, we can use automation. We can use robots instead of people. And this is a big problem. And it pushes all these things. Remember I talked about, I think it was on the Monday show, uh, where we were going to be exposing the cabal and exposing the, the globalist uh, 
plan and they're, they're, it's a very nefarious, very dark plan. Uh, you can go to the World Economic Forum website and you can see some of their plan. They put it right there on their own website. So it's not a conspiracy, even though they'll, they'll ban you or they'll censor you for even talking about this because they don't want you and I to be informed. But they would like to push us towards what they're calling a UBI. It's a universal basic income. And during the coronavirus, what we've seen is kind of an introduction of this in more of a mainstream fashion. Now, we've always had entitlements and Social Security and, uh, you know, welfare and food stamp programs. And uh, some people are going on unemployment. And, you know, I understand all those things. Now, uh, this will be the next step to that, a, a, a deeper dive or a, a more broad, wide, you know, broad uh, to more society, you know, including Many of these people that have lost their jobs and some of these job losses are permanent. I saw a number the other day. It was really concerning. I want to say, and I could be wrong, but it was around, gosh, I want to say 40 million. It might've been even higher than that. I think it was, it might've been like 90 million. It was a crazy number, 90 million or 40 million, but it was a substantial number of small businesses that have closed that will never reopen. That, that is so substantial. If you think of all the jobs that are associated with those, you know, millions of, I should have got that number before the show, but I'll, I'll have to uh, follow up on that and I'll post it on my social media later, but it's a substantial amount, millions and millions of people that have small businesses that will not be reopening that were closed due to the coronavirus. Now that, that just follows in line with the plan of universal basic income because they want to get the population and this is globally, this isn't just in the United States, but this is part of their agenda, agenda 2030, is they want to get everybody very much uh, dependent on the government, on entitlements. They don't want you making your own money in your small business. They don't, so this is, uh, as you notice during the COVID-19 lockdown and shutdown, you know, what, who's prospered? It's the large corporations, not the mom and pop shops. And that's why we encourage you to shop locally because we want to promote and help these small business owners that are trying to survive. But they have incurred tremendous uh, expenses. Many of them have gone underwater during this period. Um, you know, they have to pay their their rent and, uh, you know, some of their employees and, and they haven't been making the income because of all the restrictions and the, the, the less traffic that's gone into their stores because of all these crazy lockdowns. And so this has caused a major problem for not only the U.S. economy, but the global economy. And uh, this is where the president, President Trump, uh, always said the problem can't be worse than the solution. I'm sorry, the, the solution can't be worse than the problem. Well, that's exactly what we're seeing here. We're seeing that the solution has been worse than the problem in it, having these small businesses shut down. So this is going to be a cascading effect that we haven't seen the full ramifications of yet. And it's going to continue. I, I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. The government is uh, just, you know, putting helicopter money continuously with these massive bailouts. But Again, the bailouts, if you think about it, the, um, the bailouts for this new stimulus package, which is in the, the tune of trillions of dollars, once again, just adding this to the balance sheets of the deficit uh, and the debt, it doesn't really matter because most of the money is not making its way to the private citizens. See, President Trump was trying to give the money to the citizenry, to the people. Uh, the Biden and, and Pelosi plan and the Schumer plan, these are not giving... Uh, this money to the citizens. It's not putting, it'll put like $1,400, maybe a little bit more into our hands, but the, the majority of this money is going to bail out the cities that, uh, you know, were closed down, Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York, you know, all the Democrat blue cities that, you know, lost billions and billions and not trillions of dollars. 
And, and so now they're going to be paying back those cities with this money. So that's where the majority of that's going. It's going to bail out not only the Democrat cities, uh, but also other countries. And, and it's going to foreign, um, you know, some of it to adversaries like Iran. Unbelievable. And you wouldn't even believe to see what we're doing around the world when it comes to sending out American taxpayer dollars. I think President Trump actually listed uh, some of the things that were in some of these bills. But it is really frightening. And what it's doing is it's just setting up, uh, getting everything set up for the Great Reset. And so that's where most of this money is going. It's not going to the American citizens, not going to the people, but it will be uh, something that's taken from tax dollars. So pretty sick. And uh, it's not going to these small businesses that need it the most, uh, these people that have been so hurt. And so, and now they're telling them they got to have a $15 minimum wage on top of that for this same bill. It is probably the worst policy. I mean, I can't think of anything so horrible since like the Carter administration. I think the Biden administration, I call it the quote unquote administration, will go down in history if it sustains, if it continues as the worst, um, you know, fiscal, I mean, just nightmare. Uh, to small businesses, to you know, our U.S. economy in, in whole, um, to our debt and deficit, it is scary. In fact, just talking about that, $735 billion through January, um, $735 billion through January added to the deficit. I mean, this stuff, if you're a fiscal conservative or uh, you just believe in common sense approach to government, small government, these things are a nightmare, folks. They're absolute nightmare, but this is what they're doing. And, uh, you know, I can I can go on and just report about all the bad stuff. I mean, Biden spoke to uh, the Chinese president, Xi Jinping, and uh, in their first official conversation. Now, that, I have to chuckle when I hear that because Biden is totally compromised <laughs> to China uh, via his business dealings and the things that have gone on with Hunter Biden. And all the things that came out with the laptop and the business dealings and the nefarious ties to China. And so I think what a nightmare that uh, just an absolute nightmare scenario that Biden is now. He's saying, well, China is not really the big problem, not the big problem. The nation that wants to literally overcome the United States and be the global superpower, not the problem. The country that's trying to overtake the U.S. economy and, and basically uh, make us into just one of many, which is exactly, by the way, the plan of the World Economic Forum. So they're literally going along with what I used to call the 16 year plan to destroy America. And we're in like, you know, halfway through, even probably past the halfway point. Biden has just picked up where uh, former President Obama left off, which is this plan to destroy America. And, it, you know, it's not this complete destruction of America. What it will do is will minimize us on the world stage. You know, it decimates our military. It decimates our standing as the as global superpower. It really makes us one of many, which, again, is exactly the plan of the World Economic Forum. They said it on their own video that they released that the United States will no longer be the global superpower. So this is their plan. The reason why they want this is because the United States has stood in the way of the globalist agenda. When you have a president like President Donald Trump in the White House, he stood against the globalist agenda. He made the United States energy independent. Uh, he pushed back against the bad trade deals. He got out of the Paris Climate Accord. You know, he made um, Jerusalem the capital of Israel. He stood against all the globalist plans of George Soros and, uh, you know, the, the massive migration into the United States and the borderless society, the one world government. It's their whole plan. So, you know, I think more people are being able to see this more clearly now. But I've spoken about this in many different venues on, on how and now let's get into the spiritual aspect. Um, let me just make sure I, I don't uh, miss any of the other major headlines. I think the only other thing I want to talk about, first of all, this Disney star 
uh, Gina uh, Carano, Disney star, that again, cancel culture, canceling somebody because they, she pointed out on social media that there's a likeness to, uh, you know, Nazi Germany, what's happening with conservatives and Christians being banned, being canceled. Instagram, I just mentioned it. I got taken down from all these different uh, social media sites. I'm getting, uh, you know, my, my sites are getting fact-checked and uh, my distribution is being limited. You know, so I'm experiencing this hardcore. And, uh, and here goes Gina, you know, this, this Disney star who's now been canceled. And I want to just, from a personal perspective, kind of talk about how this affects me and my family. And I don't want to sound like I'm poor me or anything like that, but I just, I want to make this clear because I was talking to my mom about this the other day and she didn't really even understand this. If I, Todd Coconato, wanted to go and get a regular job today, do you know that I would not be able to do that unless it was a Christian company, which again, would probably be a small business. Who's under attack? Small businesses. Who's under attack? Christians. Who's under attack? Conservatives. So if I wanted to get a job today, all the corporations, all they would do is Google my name and look at my social media and look at me taking the stand and speaking out. And that would be it. I'm canceled. So how do I support my family? How do I, and, and they're going after churches and they're going after ministries. So this, this is what Gene is saying. This is, this is real. This is real. People like myself who actually take the initiative to go out and speak. And I want to thank those that have contributed recently. You know, you're a lifeline, you're a lifeline to this ministry, you're a lifeline to me, you're a lifeline to our family. We honestly sometimes don't know what we're going to do because, you know, I, I feel called to speak out. I feel called to be a voice in this hour. I know this is something that God's called me to do. There's a very high cost. Gina understands that cost. Now, hopefully uh, some in the Christian world will hire her. But this is my problem too, is, is that if I want to go and, you know, and people say, well, you're always asking for money or money. They don't understand. We, we can't even get a job. Because we're speaking out. And if people just Google me, this is the new precedent for corporations to hire somebody. So this is the real cost that a truth speaker. Now, I'm willing to do it because I know God is with me. And that's because I have faith and I know he's going to take care of our needs according to his riches and glory. He always does. But this is the reality of where we are, saints. And um, it's it, it can be scary because it's not just me that I'm making this decision for Todd. If I was just a single man, that's one thing. But I'm a, a parent. I'm a father. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a you know, parent and father, same thing, I guess. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a husband, you know, so very scary stuff. So um, on, a, on a separate note, uh, Larry Flint, who uh, was the, I guess, founder of Hustler magazine, has died. And I'll just say this. I remember when uh, the Playboy uh, founder, honestly, I can't even think of his name. That's how much I care uh, about those people. But I do care about their souls. And that's why I'm mentioning this. Uh, the, you know, when these people die... They all the stuff, all the money that they had in this world doesn't mean a thing. The notoriety, the fame uh, doesn't mean a thing. You know what happens? They go to hell. And this is the stuff that we have to understand is, is that unless we repent, unless we turn from our wickedness, turn from our sin, turn from our unrighteousness and, and, and start following. That's why I do what I do. I just gave you my little rant of how it's scary and all that stuff. But why do I go forward? Because number one, I truly believe that God is real. I know he's going to take care of my needs according to his riches and glory. We have been trained and prepared for a season as this. And I am concerned about your soul. And, and those, now I know the remnant warriors in the 300, you're saved. You're on fire for the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We're in this together. But there are also some listeners on here that maybe have just found me and found this show. And it's not, by the way, none of this is ever about me, my name, my ministry. 
please don't ever give me any kind of, this is all Jesus, what he's done. He's taken me from glory to glory. He's taken me to this point in my life to be able to share with you. He sustained me. He's kept me alive after nine stab wounds. I can go into my testimony. I'll do that one day. But the thing is, is that what I'm trying to say is, is that we are at this pivotal moment where I understand the importance of, of speaking the truth about being saved, being saved, meaning accepting Jesus in your heart as Lord and Savior. Listen, look at these headlines. I mean, I haven't even gotten into North Korea, Russia, you know, China. I mean, there is substantial movement in our world right now, every single day that we can't even keep up. I can't even keep up with the headlines. Honestly, it's a challenge for me to go through all. So I just kind of pick like the top ones that are trending. And we talk about those because I am overwhelmed as a news reporter, as a Christian news reporter and pastor to even talk about everything that's going on. But what I do know is, is that we need to be awake spiritually. Yesterday, I talked about some things that we can do to push back some ways that we can, uh, you know, go, like I talked about the Tor browser and different things where, you know, we can find ways around it. We're actively working. I just sent today uh, to two big Christian organizations, you know, all the different things that we're doing uh, so that we can maybe partner with each other in some way and, and be, you know, kind of championing each other in these different silos. We have to come together right now. If we, as the Christian community, don't get this and don't come together, Listen, if we don't circle the wagons right now and, and, and utilize the various silos and callings that God has put in people's hearts, I talked about this yesterday, but it's so critical and important that we get this. We're not, we need to move forward and, and be the church. And that's what God, I think, is lighting this fire under us right now. And so I'm not afraid or ashamed. I will not let fear come in my heart. It doesn't matter if they try to cancel me. Listen to me. It doesn't matter if they come against you. It doesn't matter if they come against me. God is with us even until the end of the age. He has equipped us and prepared us for a time as this. That's why I do what I do. That's why you're here, Remnant Warrior. And this isn't about me. This is about all of us collectively as the body of Christ standing up in this hour. Hallelujah. So Larry Flint, you could have had everything in this world, right? Everything in this world, but it doesn't matter, does it? because you can't take that home with you. All you take home is your salvation. You either spend life eternally with Jesus Christ or you go to hell. That's the bottom line. That's what this whole life is about. What are we going to do? Are we going to choose life? Are we going to choose the Lord and accept him in our heart to be our Lord and Savior? Or are we going to choose death? Because it doesn't matter. You can have all the things of this world, but once you die, that's it. You can't take any of that stuff. You could have the biggest mansion. You could have, you know, cash and uh, jewels and diamonds and, you know, cars and all these riches and fame. None of that matters because at the time when you will separate from this earth, from your physical body and your spirit will go somewhere, you either go to heaven or to hell. That's it. And we want to go to heaven, right? And that's why we're here to fight the good fight of faith on earth and stand and be the representatives of Jesus. There's so many elements, so many layers showing his love, showing his mercy, showing his grace, talking about our testimony, talking about what he's done in our life. My goodness, getting on fire for him. So I don't want to dwell on all this negative because this right here is a bunch of negative. It's a bunch of bad policies. It's a unemployment. It's people being canceled. There's a circus going on in DC right now where they're trying to put our president on trial, the rightful president right now, after they just did a crazy stealing of, I mean, I don't even want to get into all the things. You know what I'm talking about, saints. So let's go to the spiritual side of the broadcast today. What are we going to do? You know, uh, I just had this conversation with a producer over at uh, one of the big channels right now today, a Christian channel. And they said, what do you think? You know, and I said, I believe God is still moving. He hasn't taken us this far. You know what? Listen, I'm going to tell you a story. I went around during the campaign and I got to speak at various events, right? 
And I came as a pastor. I came as a minister of the gospel. I spoke the, the gospel of Jesus. Look, they gave me a microphone and I got up there. I talked a little bit about the campaign. And then I started talking about Jesus because that's what I do. You know, and so I was out there talking about Jesus and people were saying, hallelujah, glory to God. They were dancing and praising God. Some of you may have been at some of those meetings, right? We went all around. And so this was amazing. And so I, I know that, listen, I've seen too much. And I know that Kirk Cameron, who was on the show the other day, he's experiencing it. I know that my pastor friends in Los Angeles, Jack Hibbs, he's experiencing it. Shane Edelman, he's experiencing it. Mario Murillo, he's experiencing it in his tent meetings. You know, I can go on and on just naming people. Uh, Rodney Howard Brown down in Florida, he's had like 200 and some consecutive nights. There's different things that are happening in our nation right now that we should be excited about. And you have so many stories. So many of you send me, hey, my church has been meeting. We're having revival. We're full. So this is what we are expecting is, is that God is using this particular time to wake up the saints. I remember after 9-11, and I was a pastor back then, believe it or not, after 9-11, and I remember the church was packed after 9-11. It was packed. Uh, so many people came out, and, and it was just an amazing thing. I was very young in the ministry, obviously, but uh, I remember the church was full. And, and so God used that event. And so here we are, what, 20 years later or so. And, uh, you know, by the way, I want to be completely honest. I don't think I was pastoring a church back then. I think I was a minister on staff somewhere. So I just want to make that clear because, you know, the Holy Spirit convicts me the minute I say anything. Anyways, we saw the church full. It was, it was packed and uh, people came to know Jesus. So the Lord will use these type of events. He will use moments of great despair. He will use scary times. He will use, more people are waking up right now than ever before. And so God is using this time period but this is what he's requiring of us we can either get into the doom and gloom of it all and just give up and say oh we're defeated or we can also look at what god said is in his word and so that's for me it's a no-brainer you know to stand right now to pray to believe that god is doing something behind the scenes to believe that there's more that's not as hard for me as to not believe that because i know the way god works and and everything is being used for his glory he's going to turn around what was meant for evil and turn around for good and so i've seen it way too many times and so when you study the character of God and you know how he works and then you see what he asks us to do. So here we are, the remnant warriors, the 300. I'm so proud of you. I'm, I, I tell you, when I get the messages and people say, hey, Pastor Todd, I'm a remnant warrior. Thank you, Jesus. That just makes my day. I'm a 300. Makes my day because you know what? I know that you're out there and I'm with you. That's the whole reason my wife says, man, you do this broadcast every day. That's crazy. You know what? I do it. And, and she's in agreement, by the way. So, you know, I make sure she's so important to me, by the way. I hope you know that my wife is amazing. One of these days I'm gonna have to bring her in the studio. She's amazing. So we, we, we're in this together. But the thing is, is she's like, you're, you're doing this every day. I said, honey, I'm doing it every day because I see God is moving and people are getting saved and they're being encouraged because we come together. That's what this isn't me just preaching to you. This is us coming together as the remnant. And getting on fire, you know, together, sharpening each other. You're sharpening me. When you write me those notes, oh my goodness. When you know, when you help us in the ministry and in the fight, these things just go, I mean, it's such an encouragement to me and it, it encourages me to keep going because the, the onslaught of attack has been brutal. It's been so brutal. You know, some days I'm just like, oh, I need your strength, Lord. I really do. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, it's, it's so bad. I mean, sometimes. But then when I get in the presence of God and I get back on fire and I spend time with him and we get together as the remnant, you guys write me and you say to me, oh my goodness, it sharpens iron and I'm ready for the battle. You know, we put on the full armor of God. That's what we're doing together. So do I think God is still going to move? Absolutely. I've never taken that back. 
and I'm going to, I'm going to jump up and down. And, and my goodness, it's going to be such a day of worship and glory when he moves, but you know what? He's moving right now too. And I want to make sure that we make a point of that. He's moving in churches all around the country. He's moving in our conversations. He's moving and igniting that fire that maybe it's been kind of, you know, just barely burning for years. And all of a sudden it's, it's rekindled, you know, and the prodigals are coming home and people are coming back to Christ. And I see, oh my goodness, when you send me those letters, you say, Pastor Todd, I just came back to Christ. That's what it's all about because God is doing something right now. So don't ever lose hope. Don't ever lose focus. You know, even if things continue down a really bad path and nothing does change, which I don't think is going to be the case. I think God is going to outpour in this nation in a way that we have not seen in our lifetime. Now, again, it could be a couple of months. It could be a couple of weeks. Hopefully it could be a couple of days or it could be next year. I don't know when it's going to happen because no one knows the time. This is on God's schedule. And for whatever reason, he's allowing us to go through this season so that we fortify and he sees who's willing to stand and who's willing to believe in faith, who's willing to be on fire in the midst of the trial. That, that is, it says it all right there. It says it all. If you're willing to be on fire in the midst of a trial, in the midst of a, a concerning season, when some saints have been, become depressed and feeling all the weight of everything and just getting all, you know, some people aren't even getting out of bed right now. But if you get out of bed and you say, I'm going to fight today, I'm going to get up, I'm going to stand up, I'm going to rise up, you are accomplishing what God wants you to do. He wants you to be the salt and the light of this earth. He wants you to get out there and, and show his presence and his glory to people that don't know him, to know him and to make him known. So this is where I'm standing today. So we read the news, we go through it. I know you guys have been pretty clear. You want me to share the news and kind of talk my perspective about it? And I will, I'll share. That impeachment trial is a sham. It's a show trial. We're believing that the president is going to be completely exonerated in the name of Jesus. It's just the latest attack of this globalist cabal group that's de demonized. Don't even get me started. People are asking me about the Super Bowl. Pastor Todd, what do you think of the halftime show? It was demonic. It was satanic. I talked about it yesterday. It was literally uh, rituals, just like they always do. Google the uh, tunnel opening ceremony in Europe. Crazy. They did a similar thing that they do at the, uh, at the Super Bowl. I don't know if you guys saw that, but this was like a year or two ago. Uh, they, they do these satanic rituals. I've been talking about it for years, but some people are just starting to see this stuff. So praise God. This is part of the awakening. When we understand the cabal and the fact that they are truly demonic, that these people have given their hearts and lives over to Satan, they, they're, that's why they're looking for the riches of this world, the power of this world. And this is all connected. It's all connected. People say, why do you talk about politics? Why do you talk about these things? Because this is what the word of God said would happen and it's happening. So we're just literally talking about it. We're watching it happen in real time. And this should encourage you in your faith because everything that the Bible said is true. Amen. Everything that the Bible said is true. And we're seeing it happen in, in real time right now. So be encouraged, be strengthened in your faith. I know I went a little bit over today, but I think it's worth it. I'm on fire for Jesus. These talks that we have are just so critical, crucial, and important for us both. We'll go through the news, but I'm also going to give you an encouraging message because I believe God is moving not only in our personal lives, but collectively in the body of Christ. We're going to see a powerful move of God in America that's going to go throughout the world. People are going to be dancing in the streets. Hallelujah. The enemy knows it. That's why he's trying to attack us right now in a way that he has. It's just crazy, but we have the victory. He is under our feet in Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in the show. We'll be back tomorrow.